Sand, sand, sand Go ahead, exhaust. start the show. I'm going to swap the laces on my shoes while we do this shit. Oh, oh that's okay. a, that's I a have actually, on-brand thing for okay, size Do 10. the intro so I All can right, talk about these shoes. Welcome to another off-topic episode of Size 10. I am Nick Scalzone. You can find me on Instagram at Nick Scalzone Comedy. I'm Bjorn RG. You can find me on Instagram at Skate Cub or Bjorn RG on Twitter. And me over here, I'm Terry. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, Terry was taken with underscores. And uh, I am. We've been talking so much about these fucking lace swaps on the yeah. show. Uh, I was at the house and I was like, oh, I'm going to be in the studio today. Oh, I'm going to be on camera. So I'm not just going to wear my Adidas match courts that I wear every single day. <laughs> And I was like going through the closet. I was like, what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? What am I going to wear? Uh, and I ended up going with these. Uh, so this is, uh, these are called the Rooks. Uh, I'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, they're from Proper, which is a shoe company out of here, Portland, Oregon, owned by uh, Sean Baravetto, former Nike designer, used to work uh, in SB. Uh, got out of Nike, decided he was going to start his own shoe company. And so he makes skate shoes. And the whole thing is like skate shoes for like working class skateboarders. So I think all the, they all retail for like between like 65 and 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I think you can get them um, pretty good price from Sean. Um, but anyway, uh, we've been talking so much about these fucking lace swaps and these Navy Rooks. Uh, they're called the Rook because I don't know if the camera is going to be able to see this, but they have kind of like a little Rook, like uh, the like from chess. Yeah, chess, uh, chess game, chess match. Um, but they had these navy laces in them, and I don't know, boys. Like, you think I'm going the wrong direction? No, I white? think a white well, lace is gonna look cool. They I came, think we're all about to find. I out had the same time. ones. Yeah. Uh, they came with a navy lace, and they came with a purple lace, and I actually lace swapped the purple into them. Oh, you know what? I thought about putting the purples in my uh, high top blazers because yeah. I have a purple sweatsuit, but then I realized it was too much. Mm. Um, but you I put just the wanted, in. yeah, I put the pu- purples in because it was just, you know, it's just a navy shoe, and I just wanted something to sort of like make it pop. It was that color purple. Got a nice little purple insole yeah, in the here, insole. so color match to that. Um, that's not what we're going to be talking about nonstop, yep. though. Uh, no, Nick, I, I had a thing. So yesterday I went to a basketball game. I went to see my Montana State Bobcats play against uh, my Portland State Vikings. <laughs> I, I'm currently taking a class at Portland State, so I, I didn't really have any real <laughs> allegiance in this game. I, I had Bobcats allegiance. I was wearing their gear. Yeah. But like in case they started to lose, then I could just be like, well, I'm also a Viking. I, <laughs> like I'm a, taking a couple credits. It's called it's a okay. win-win situation is what that's called. Anyway, the Bobcats coach was like, we, we did win. The Bobcats won by like 20 oh, points. So now we he's fucking a you're like, yeah. we won. Well, oh, we won when you're Bjorn going for I, both teams. Bjorn and I, <laughs> us, us two Bobcats, we did a lot to yep. help the team. Yep. Um, we didn't. We paid them some money back in the day. Mm-hmm. Some. Some. We gave them <laughs> a little amount. bit of money. Good yeah. amount. Quite a bit. Anyway, their coach was like a real hothead dude, and it started to really annoy me. Like, in the first half of the game, I sort of understood it. Like, he was, was kind of yelling at him and telling him, like, hey, you guys got to do this. You got-. We were sitting, like, right behind where the Bobcats were hanging out and getting yelled at by their coach. <laughs> and he would, like, he was standing in front of where the announcers were. You know, there's, like, that little wall thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, when they'd fuck up for whatever reason, he would just, like, punch it. And it was a loud hit. Like, this guy was really... A lot he, of toxic masculinity. Very, very game. toxic, this mm-hmm. man. He carried that same energy. Like, they were 20 points ahead with one minute left oh, in the game. Still oh, and he's still mad at them. And he still hit the wall. And I was like, bro. Like, it, it was really starting to get... 
That's why I struggle, dude. That's why I struggled in school with sports. Is because really? there'd be coaches like that where you're like, "Yo, we're win. We won. Yeah, and it's you're like, dude, mad at us. Literally impossible you know for what, us though? to lose by now, bro. I get it. You get it? Yeah, 100%. You'd be punching the wall? Uh, well, so the thing that's notable about collegiate sports is that you have teams that should not be playing each other that play each other. So, like, mm. my, my comparison to that last collegiate basketball game I went to was Gonzaga, one of the best teams in their division, mm-hmm. playing against the Portland Pilots, Portland State University. Mm. One of University uh, of Portland. Sorry, University of Portland, UP, yeah. Uh, but the Pilots, and they got blown the fuck out of the water. Now, the thing is... Gonzaga is going to like, they go to, to like Sweet 16, March Madness, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play a lot better teams. And I think the thing, we've talked about this, I think, off air, but it's like you don't play to the level of the team that you're playing. You play to the level of your team. Yeah. And if they're making unforced errors, if they're fucking up in ways, like missing free throws because they know that it doesn't matter, they are not playing mm. with the winner's mentality. And, mm. and it's like, so this is why in a lot of college basketball, you see these huge blowouts. When I saw that Pilots game, mm-hmm. Gonzaga beat them by like 28 points or some shit like that. They were up the entire time. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, because they're playing like fucking champions. They're not saying like, all right, we can like put in the other guys. Okay, we can like let off the gas a little bit. They're like, no, we're going to score on every fucking bucket or every <laughs> it's every offensive drive. <laughs> now I'm talking in football terms. Yeah. And uh, so I think that's the deal. Like when I played sports, I had a coach that like made us run laps <laughs> after we blew a team out of the water. Because he was like, yeah, y'all missed eight serves. That shit is unacceptable to me. I don't care how much you're up. Yeah. You need to play like the game matters. Mm. And if you don't, I'm going to bust your ass over it. So mm. they should have turned it into just like, just be like, let's pretend this is a slam dunk contest. <laughs> we'll just do that. Just do really showy dunks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they uh, the other team. Well, it's funny you say that because that happens in the NBA or actually Does it? it should. But there's these weird unwritten rules. So Ben McElmore, or not Ben McElmore, um, Greg Brown III plays for the Portland Blazers. He did what is referred to as like the East Bay funk dunk. So it's like through your legs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it was in junk minutes in a game. And we were blowing a team out of the water. And then there was all of these like things that came out the next day. They're like, oh, Chauncey Billups apologized, said it was in bad taste. Meanwhile, uh, every Blazers fan is just like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? That, that was the was coolest awesome. in-game dunk I've <laughs> yeah. seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Like this and like. You That's get, what puts butts in seats. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, but there's this like whole decorum, like sportsmanship, like you don't kick a team when they're down. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Is there another level nah. of competitive basketball in the world? <laughs> I want you to spike the ball and do a backflip when you score a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. Please. No, um, Portland State <laughs> like, had one of their, one of their players was wearing the number 23 and he went for a dunk and he missed it uh because <laughs> one of one of the montana state bobcats uh got in his way because we're better at Boys? basketball than they are Ooh. get it forget it Ooh. get it forget it what i like the think? white lace i do like the white, white lace, lace? Cool. yeah because it, it just it pops just the shoe pop. you need you need a color you need a color contrast it's if if these were like crispy out the box i think it would look better right yeah. now yeah. i do have a i'm gonna have more. to like skate these a couple times because like get some mud on those white i need laces. to get the patina on the laces to match mm-hmm. the sole yeah. but um what's the heel tap is it more heel of a tab's gray? Like gray. Yeah. yeah um but, but anyway yeah glad that i did four dollars well spent let's talk about let's talk about getting into uh uh sports because like here's my problem with sports yeah i have uh, in my life, I've team gotten sports. team sports, I, watching sports, team sports, watching sports. Okay. I had a great time. Like I wasn't really into football, but then mm-hmm. like I lived, I lived in uh, Massachusetts, like 
um, outside of Boston mm-hmm. for a little while, and I got really into watching Bruins games, and I got really into because my roommate was super into um, football, mm-hmm. and so I watched the Patriots games, yeah. and it was so fun having the team that won every fucking game. Yeah, like, I got you really were there into like, it. during like some of the great like, years of the Patriots. You know how I got I, into basketball? I, watching underdogs play. I don't no, know. I lived with a bunch of fucking Lakers fans. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. during like the Kobe Shaq era. Okay, <laughs> I'm. I don't know. It's, it's hard to not get excited. When they're winning and the entire room is losing their fucking minds every game. It just. Yes, I was a Lakers fan. Deal with it. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) A lot of Blazers fans don't like that. Oh, Uh, yeah, I've heard there's. Oh, I know. Dude, were you there when Todd made a a, a very off handed reference about Lakers? Like about being at a Lakers game or being a Lakers fan or something and just killed the energy of the room and we never. We were you there? Yeah. It was when like was this? I don't remember was what he said. Was this at our show? It, no, it was at. It or was, was this at, at Beardos like back in the day? It was at one of the shows. Oh, okay. uh, I think it was yeah. at like uh, you were there. Okay. Oh, I think I was. It was I so funny. But they were just so just mad like, at him for being a Lakers fan that like it, no one would laugh at anything Todd <laughs> said like the rest of the night, and it was those people he just should bombed. Be embarrassed. I mean, it's it was fine. It was funny to me that it just was like oh that. He, he's like, I didn't think it mattered that much. And I was like, well, oh, yeah, read the Actually, room, bud. You guys know more about like Terry, especially since you're kind of in the world of sports uh-huh. to some extent. <laughs> I'm an avid sports fan. Yeah. Yeah. You're you, you know about it. Explain that level of fandom. I don't Rivalry? have that level of like I. Isn't there another team that's not the Bobcats from Montana? Yeah, if somebody... You only went because you like both teams? (laughs) No, no, no. I I love the Cat-Grizz game. I get that. But if somebody at a show said, I'm a University of Montana Grizzlies fan, which is by far the team I hate the most of all the teams that have ever played... I'm not going to defend dickheads if that's what you're trying to get me to do. Yeah, like I would be like, oh... Ha, he, he's a fan of the Grizz. That sucks for him. I mean, and then like yeah, I, if he said a funny a thing, thing, I would laugh. My theory on it is that growing up in Montana, we yeah. didn't really have other than like college yeah. basketball and football. There isn't really like a major team. Mm-hmm. And there is this like this is something that I learned um, when I lived in Las Vegas, actually, because mm-hmm. I uh, where there's there's like this hometown pride. There's like this this camaraderie Mm. that happens of like i'm a part of this group i'm from this city it's like another Mm. way of repping your city and there is this community part of it that's really fun Mm. like it's rad when like i'm in i was on a trip i don't even know where i was i was in like i don't know palm springs or something and i'm wearing a blazers jersey Mm -hmm. like at a pool Mm -hmm. and then this dude just would not stop talking to me about blazers and i was just like shit i don't know (laughs) the team that well maybe i shouldn't wear this shirt (laughs) the thing you got to understand about the lakers when i had a friend stuff i don't know yeah it was cool good part but also you can get that from like a fuck the the ultimate team thing so like the lakers are the yankees of basketball Mm -hmm. that's the best analogy that i can make everybody in baseball Hated the fucking Yankees because oh they got too much money oh they just they're like the Pats yeah exactly so I think it's one of those things like when there is the king of the mountain everybody wants to take them down and I think also (laughs) with Portland like the Portland L A Lakers Blazers uh, rivalry has been going on for fucking ever like I cannot. I'm not informed enough on it to say like, oh, the inciting incident was in 1979. But 
Lakers and Blazers fans have always been very competitive. I think the difference is that the Blazers have always been like the West Coast little brother team of someone like the Lakers. So like we don't have the lineage. We don't have the rings. We don't have any of that stuff. So it makes it easier for Blazers fans to be like, man, fuck the Lakers. Like mm. we hate the Lakers. Ta-da. Anyway, fuck Lakers. Well, because we're kind of the underdogs. So it's like we could talk as much shit as we want. Yeah. Because like they're, They've consistently. Yeah, beat us. Lakers fans also, and I'm making a huge generalization, mm-hmm. but whatever. I don't fucking care. Uh, <laughs> Lakers fans have a certain cachet about them, and they're also just like, they are the bandwagon team. Like, mm. they, yeah. for the last 20 years, were like the team where, like, yeah, I don't really like basketball, but like, I don't know, I watch like a couple Lakers games every once in a while. Like, those <laughs> are the people that then suddenly, when the Lakers are in the playoffs, they're like, yeah, Lakers, woo! And you're like, yo, bro, you haven't watched a single game all season. Yeah. Like, now you're a ride-or-die Lakers fan? Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. Well, like, I mean, I, I was starting to get into it because, like, last year we were doing uh, the live stream. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching a whole bunch of uh, Blazers games yeah, yeah, with yeah. you. And, like, you guys were talking about it. And I, like, started to get more into it. Like, I, I have been more historically into hockey. And, like, so I was I was watching hockey games, but then I actually – the part that made me have to, like, kind of step – take a step back from sports, even – I was starting to get this way with the Blazers, too, because I was actually paying attention mm-hmm. and watching the games and just, like, getting into it, is I have to be emotional – this is my own problem with sports. So, mm-hmm. th- like, you don't have to relate or whatever, but, yeah. like, for me, I have to – for me to have fun watching sports, I have mm-hmm. to get emotionally involved a little bit with the team. Okay. Like I have to sort of put my emotions on and I have more fun, mm-hmm. but it hurts more when my team loses <laughs> sure. because I, I take it, the loss, I take the L way harder. And I like for, for a little while, like, cause I, I got really into the golden Knights um, when I was in Las Vegas and it was really fun cause they were winning. They were a new team. Mm-hmm. No one had heard of them. And I actually like went to a bunch of games and it was really cool to see, to kind of be in the on the ground floor of a team mm-hmm. that like the first time I saw uh, a game it was it was in Las Vegas so that it was all oppo- the all the opposing teams uh where the whole audience was like red mm-hmm. I, I want to say uh, like Red Wings or something I God, okay what, what the team was it was like Detroit yeah yeah Red Wings I think is from Detroit. I think that's who they were playing and the whole audience was all red jerseys. Like oh, wow. the whole audience. And it was just like, we were definitely the minority mm-hmm. in our own stadium. Yeah. For the first few games. But then we were like, we were winning. We were winning. We were like beating these teams. Mm-hmm. And then slowly it started to be more Vegas fans in mm-hmm. Vegas. And like people were, and I had this experience where like I would be wearing like my uh, Vegas gear and then like people there's a community element mm-hmm. to it. Like people just like high five me on the street and just like, yeah, go nights or whatever. Like that was something I never experienced. And you don't experience that in a place like Montana. Cause we don't really have, I mean, there's the college stuff. I think stuff, you absolutely do with the college stuff. I think really? that yeah, is not the a college, Montana The college thing, thing is, just, I think the closest we get, it like we be. don't have a professional team. Yeah. And, and so like when I was growing up, my friends, I had all, my friends all had different teams that they were like, <laughs> yeah. whatever their dad liked my dad, or like, yeah, my my parents hated sports. They thought it was a waste of time and money. They resented it for it's like sports were not a thing. Yeah, fuck that. It was dumb. Like my dad, he he at least appreciated like he could tell me the rules of it. I mean, the and last he would throw the football <laughs> if I wanted to throw it. Mm-hmm. But like, 
sports were not really we never watched it we were not a sports family but like my mom would get into like, she'd watch like the playoffs mm-hmm. for baseball okay. and like we never watched football now i got my mom into basketball she like she watches basketball now it's fucking wild yeah, i yeah. think when they lived they they lived in arizona for a bit and they watched the mm-hmm. suns when they lived there yeah. I, but then like i like basketball um <coughs> And because it's a pretty engaging sport, and mm-hmm. I actually really like how many points it's fun are scored. To watch. It's fun to watch live. I uh, I really have I a, like a good time with it live as well. Uh, but yeah, I just found that I started to like. I had to stop watching some of the Knights games because mm-hmm. I would just like it would like ruin my night. Oh, dude, or my day. I haven't watched the Blazers game and in like almost like, a month and a half. It's it and they're winning it, and they are. Yeah. I haven't oh, I haven't been paying the attention shit this year. out of the fucking Raptors today. Oh really? Oh, nice. oh yeah, they were up by like thirty five in Canada. the second in the second quarter. Uh, but no, I mean, they're tanking right now. Dame's not playing. He's going to get surgery. A bunch of the players are out. Mm. Uh, the team's kind of like in turmoil and I'm just like, yo. so like, now would be a great time to try to get tickets for cheap. Oh, uh, if we weren't experiencing a huge COVID resurgence. Yeah. yeah. I'd be going to every fucking game. <laughs> I, the last Blazers game that I went to, I paid $7 <laughs> for what are de- like decent tickets. Oh, we really? Like 300 level, but like dead center middle court. And I brought, uh, I brought three other people and it's like, that I love that shit. I love going to games. I I've talked on on the on the show before, but like I used to go to Beavers games when Portland had a AAA baseball team. Mm-hmm. I don't. I fucking hate baseball. I think it's like one of the wackest sports. <laughs> but it's a great way to burn four hours for twelve bucks. Mm-hmm. Like live. Have you I gone to like Timbers games? I went to speaking one of Timbers burning game. four hours. <laughs> I went to one Timbers game pre MLS, and yeah. like a soccer doesn't really turn my crank the way that other sports do. Uh, I will say that like. In a different life, I am 100% like 1017 Timbers Army, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Like <laughs> That shit to me is what I'm into because yeah. I think it's more evocative of the college stuff. I'm going to pull back to college yeah. real quick. The thing that I think is cool about college sports in areas like Montana where there's mm. not a professional league is that you just have fandom for the team. You have such a revolving cast of characters that the people that you really fixate on are the coaches. Oh, okay. There are superstar players that will come and go if you're in a decent division. But for the most part, you really have allegiance to the team, not the individual pieces that compile the Uh, team. Okay. And I think that that's cool. Now, I don't watch college sports because it's fucking bad. I'd rather just watch professional. Like, (laughs) I don't watch college basketball. Why would I want to watch a bunch of kids, like, brick open threes because they're hoping that there's, like, a team that's going to maybe consider getting them for a 10-day? Like, Mm -hmm. mm mm-mm. It doesn't doesn't interest me, but I don't know. I I feel like I get the college sports in Montana more now that I've been to college there, because mm-hmm. like my parents also didn't grow up in Montana. Neither yeah. of them had an allegiance to where, either school. Where did folks grow up? By my there? dad went to University of Maryland, where you College grow up Park, in like in DC Maryland? area. He yeah. first eleven years of his life was in uh, Philly, and then he moved to DC. And he's not a sports so, fan. Very interesting. No, I like, I do claim the Eagles is my NFL team. Okay. Um, they weren't the year they won the Super Bowl because they were doing too good. And I was like, I got to <laughs> yeah, bail on this team because I'll be called a bandwagoner. But they uh-huh. suck again. So the Eagles are my team. <laughs> Thank God they suck again. Um, I love that they have the biggest dirtbag fandom of all time. I think yep. that's hilarious. Yep. <laughs> it was them or the Raiders. Raiders. Raiders are better. Raiders are like the chaotic good. Eagle, And I say this as a person who grew up like outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. Eagles fans suck. Uh, yeah, I also, that's what I've heard. I think I, that's hilarious, and so I, I've decided to join their ranks. I think that a lot of it has to do more with the reputation, though. Yeah. Like, everyone's looking for Eagles fans to be shitty. Yeah. All Next fans time are I shitty. see Santa, 
Yeah, right? Catching some batteries at them. Snowballs, yeah. dude. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> but, yeah, like, so I never was raised with a sports allegiance, so I don't really get, like, the passionate sports allegiance. It if doesn't you, make sense If you sense were to listen to sports to radio for two weeks... It would completely change the way that you look at stuff, or like yeah. sports podcasts. If I, if I, if you listen to like No Dunks, which is like a podcast that's been going on now under different names forever, if you listen to that shit for two weeks straight and it's a daily podcast, you mm-hmm. would be like, if you listen to it, mm-hmm. you would be super into basketball. Nick, if you <clears throat> listen to it, you'd be like, damn, dude, I want to like go to some of these games and like, oh, okay, this gives me more backstory on things that I hear in passing, but I have mm-hmm. no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Now I kind of understand it a little bit and I can be part of those conversations. I can like have something to chit chat with somebody about when we're sitting on the bus and like they're wearing a Blazers thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's th- that community aspect, the kind of like, I don't. Uh, Man, I, I want to say I scored some major dad points last year uh-huh. because I was watching so many Suns and Blazers <laughs> games with you guys. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was like, my dad will just, I don't know. He The last time I was there, he talked my ear off about how important this this Bobcat or this Grizz game was that was happening when I was there last month. Wait, was it the Cat Grizz football game? No, it was oh, a different okay. one. It was another one where the, the well, Grizzlies won it this year. Well, there was a Bastards. there was a thing where uh, a team I want to say it was Boise or something. Mm. W- they play these things where it's just like, yeah, we're just gonna destroy this team. Yeah, yeah. we're supposed to, and um. They won. They mm. they did not destroy the team that they were supposed to do the mm. like ridiculous just crush like they them. They played Boise school. State, which is a significantly yeah. bigger school, and then the Grizzlies won. It. And the Grizz, I think it was something mm. like that. My dad spent like four hours explaining the okay. whole importance of the game. But there was a Bobcat game that was also happening that was equally important. There was a bunch of upsets that happened mm. this year uh-huh. in football. Well, the Bobcats made it to the finals of whatever yeah. their division is. They they got their ass kicked by North Dakota State. In the finals, I did watch that but, game too. So anyway, Dad's talking about how oh, important the game is. My dad, my dad's always, always just like telling me about the importance of, like, he's telling me mm-hmm. the, the underdog story of of uh-huh. the team for some reason. I've never asked him to tell me, but you know, <laughs> he always tells me. But just, it was oh, real quick. He watches all these games. Yeah. Okay. I do want to make sure because there's some people he, that get more into that shit than he, the actual games. And he he listens to them. I think he listens he's to a, a lot fan. of the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or he he kind of waits till towards the end or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he'll he'll pay attention. He watches some of it, but uh, it was so funny when last year when I was like pretty up on, he was just blown away when I knew funny. some stuff about the Suns, yeah, and like <laughs> like um, was it Chris uh, Paul? Chris Paul? Yeah. Chris Paul? I like named that. And my dad just his He's head like, exploded. Like what? My gay son knows something about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that's I feel like and I'm not saying this about your dad but like that's I could see someone in that conversation be like wait is Chris Paul gay is that why you know about him he's <laughs> like no nah, man he's just he's a great player yeah <laughs> uh it was it was just really funny I mean like my dad just knows me as like the like skater I, I never really care I didn't mm-hmm. I, I tried to get into game watching games with him or whatever he'd make me choose a team and I would be like all right I guess I'm going I was into the magic I really like the magic yep. mm. and then the rockets I was into the rockets for yeah, a while they suck now. good team apparently name. they suck and then the raptors cuz you know dinosaurs also like, great team name. <laughs> um I I'm gonna that, say what was that era what was that player that was like uh, that that made Vince the, Carter. Vince Carter. Yeah. That was the era. I I when was in, watching Raptors. Games. I was watching Raptors games with yeah. my dad. Um, I would say so. It seems like we're all pretty uh, at least leaning towards pro 
not not professional, but like we are a pro sports podcast. Uh, in that sports are cool. Mm-hmm. We li- we acknowledge that people like them. Um, yeah, I see their value. I'm glad because if either of y'all motherfuckers were, there's a very specific type of personality. And if I'm talking to you at home, <laughs> stop doing this shit. The people that are like the, oh, mm, it's a sports ball time, I guess. Like the people that are like, oh, sports, y'all, this is stupid. Why do you like this? I don't like this. Sports ball, oh, yeah. uh, hand egg, oh, <laughs> and like, like, just kind of like this derision for people enjoying things that you personally don't like. That shit to me is like nails on a fucking chalkboard. Like, I had to mute the word sports ball because I was losing respect <laughs> for people that I genuinely liked. Because all of a sudden, like, a person I spent a lot of time with who, like, I thought was really cool out of nowhere is just like, wow, the timeline's really full with all this sports ball conversation. I'm like, Keith, no, <laughs> no. It's the Super Bowl today. Well, it, it will be. Yeah, you it know, won't be the Super Bowl tomorrow. I, they played it today. I think the <laughs> thing that has gotten me into an interest, more interested in sports, is like I've just I've done deep dives on like I've watched so many thirty for thirties and like I've really grown to appreciate sports documentaries and like mm-hmm. seeing what different people and different players and seeing that whole. I find him very inspiring. And yeah, just kind I like of learning like a lot. the amount that goes into actually becoming yeah. a professional athlete. You're like, oh, these guys aren't just like, they didn't just have some natural talent and show up. Like they had some natural talent, but they had to put in just years and years and years and years and years of work just to get here. Like, yeah, or or just to like cool. go get over like these injuries that like well, and just the you level don't even to know which about. these guys are like. like Anybody who's at that level of their field is kind of fun to see it. Like, have you watched that Kobe documentary? No. It's a few years old. Uh, it it was like I mean, he had like an injury and then he like got over it or he like worked through it. And mm-hmm. it's it's crazy seeing the amount of like work that he had to put in in like after getting a uh, like a knee surgery or like mm-hmm. he like blew an ACL or something like that. He was like, was, like getting like, all the experimental like fly yeah. to Germany and get yeah. like stem cells shot in your knee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had a, he had a rough go. I think like the thing that we're talking about now is why I not to bring it back to these dingbats, but like the sports ball crowd, I think they lack a, a view that is more than a surface level one. Mm-hmm. So like all they see is Philadelphia fans like uh putting a keg over the gates of city hall <laughs> to celebrate them winning or like the Philadelphia cops having to grease the light pole so that people don't climb up to the top of them. And they see it as like this kind of like bonehead, like yeah. idiot activity. And it's like, yo, this shit is just as valid as anything that you're into. And if you actually paid it attention the way that you would anything else, you might actually have an appreciation for that. But instead, you just write it off as, like, I'm sorry that you got stuffed into a locker by a dickhead when you were in high school. <laughs> yeah. But, like, sports as a whole is something that the vast majority of the world engages with mm-hmm. or engages in at one point or another. And to just, like, unilaterally write everything off because I you're mean, seeing scores on your timeline. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've, like, read a bunch of, like, I, I can't quote them or whatever, but, like, like basketball coaches like doing some like really cool inspirational things that like I apply to like the way I run my business or like the way that I inspire my team members or whatever it is it's like yes it's basketball but you can take those those things and those lessons and I I really appreciate those and Mm -hmm. that's something that I wouldn't get if I was just like oh sports ball skip this you know like there's also like this this 
kind of like perceived understanding that like, oh, all you need to do to be a professional athlete is just jump really high. And it's like, oh, well, if that's that, if it's that easy, then all you need to do to be a tenured professor is to be like, I don't know, super smart. It's like, no, you have to be able to be a good coworker. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to be diplomatic. You have to be a good teacher to your Mm -hmm. students. There's so many like soft skills that come into the success of a, like a, academic pursuit the same is true with sports Mm -hmm. like if you're a fucking dickhead it's going to be really difficult to make it as a professional (laughs) athlete doesn't matter how good you are (laughs) and i think like the the same as both with both of these analogies like if you are a world-class like standout in your field you can probably be a fucking dickhead and have a lot of success that is one in a billion and mm-hmm. like, there's so many things that have to happen both for you, with you, and by you to get you to that point. Mm-hmm. That like, no one ends up in the NBA, with the exception of guys that are seven feet tall or more, because they've run the <laughs> stats on this. And it's like the probability if you're born in certain parts of the world and you're seven feet tall, it's actually kind of easy to get into the NBA. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but independent of like having a freakish genetic makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yes, everyone knows the stories of Kobe, but it's like every single person that's in the NBA busted their fucking ass to yeah. get there. Even like, if you are it, over no, seven feet yeah, tall. I watched the Kareem yeah. unless you're Jibble or Jibble. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Abdul Jabbar. I just decided <laughs> to put it all into one name. Yeah, oh man. Mm-hmm. And he's he was a big dude, but he he like he worked super hard and he like struggled. I mean, like his stuff, a lot of his struggles was like racism things yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But But I feel like even if you're like a super tall dude, you can't just skate by because then you'll be a guy who's in the NBA but never plays. And that's a bummer, too. Like, if you want to be a star, you still have to work really, really hard. There's a dude in the league right now. I wish if I could pull him up, I would. His name's uh, Boban. I can't remember his last name. But he's this guy who's just, like, freakishly big. I'm not joking. I think his hands are, like, this big. <laughs> it's insane. I will show it to you off the line. And he's a dude that, like, I think if he wasn't that big, it would have been a lot harder. Like, mm-hmm. be, having the size and the stature kind of I mean, gives you the track. It gives you, you a leg up for work. sure. Like, yeah. watching no, that's the game yesterday, the, the college game that I watched, uh-huh. each team had a couple of guys that were, like, closing in on seven feet. Yep. Like, 6'6 six, six to 6'9. Six, oh, 6'6 six, six is, like, normal height in basketball. In professional basketball. College ball, that's still pretty fucking Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Anyway, for this, they were like easily a full head taller than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Once one of those guys got the ball, it was it was like it was like you were playing with kindergartners. That's why I don't it's watch college like, sports. It's <laughs> like yeah, it's up here and jump for it, boys. Yep. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so that was I. It was like oh yeah, that that's the value of having a super fucking tall guy because you just grab the ball and be like, hey, it'll uh, get you really who's far. Getting this? Who's getting but this? then I think there that jump from like the collegiate level mm-hmm. to. A professional level. That's those where guys, the work ethic comes into play. Go- and, and they're going to go from being the tallest guy on the team to being a short guy or like, a regular guy. Yeah, like if you're uh, 6'10 in the league, like that's tall. You're not the biggest person. So no, like if you you're, need to be if well-rounded. If you're 6'6 to 7'0 in the NBA, you're most guys, right? Uh, a lot of the guards are like, like I can say for Portland, we mm-hmm. have three guards that are all six, three. And that's kind of like one of our weaknesses because mm-hmm. the league is, is bigger. Mm-hmm. We have a hard time having those guys defend someone who's like six, 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 seven. So yeah, I mean, size matters, you know, it's just <laughs> like a unfortunate mm-hmm. reality of the situation. Um, but talent can kind of like shore up a lot of those gaps. So yeah. 
So bust your ass, kids. Yeah, maybe I think I, I that was. Oh, what yeah. are you gonna say? No, I I will say that for quite a while I was kind of a sports ball guy. It was like somewhere in college I that I started to get it. I was like, eh, yeah, I don't I don't get it. Why do you well, guys care it was, so much? It was left over from like my teenage years of being like, yeah. hey, I've got something to offer here too, but nobody gives a fuck that I'm good at math. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> it's not interesting. I can't throw a ball. I think it's one of these things like you're supposed to be good at school when you're a kid. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to be good at sports. But if you're good at sports, you are celebrated in a way that if you're good at school, you just aren't. I also think that sports in school mm-hmm. gives you a disproportionate social advantage than it do- Like once you're out of college. Like and that's where the sports ball shit comes from is you're either yeah. good at sports and like in that club in mm-hmm. school or in your like grade school and high school years. Or you're not. Yeah. And so if you are like me and you just weren't, I had a bad taste in my mouth for sports for a while because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. you know what? Fuck those kids. Dude, I fucking I have something to sports. offer here too, but nobody gives a shit because this guy can fucking throw a ball. They're it's not like, having a pep rally because you got a good score on the math test. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, yeah. Don't, yeah, they don't give a shit that I taught myself high school math and I still fucking smoke the ACTs. <laughs> nobody celebrated. Yeah. You know, they what were you gonna say, Bjorn? Oh, I was just going to say my school was kind of weird because we were a ski town. So, like, I had a weird advantage of, mm. like, I was also cool. And I remember the star football player, like, was – it was almost like he was popular with, like, the parents and stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, none of the cool kids – all the cool kids were, like, my snowboard and ski friends. Mm-hmm. Like, those were the cool kids. <laughs> we're, like yeah. – like so, if you were good at ski, there was a few ski racers that mm-hmm. were really popular and like went on to like the Olympics or whatever. Um, I feel like they were in school like never. They were mm-hmm. never there. They were just like they were always doing. They were always gone like doing ski racing. Like skiing and snowboarding was more the thing. If you were good at that, then you were cool. Mm. It was a weird. Yeah, I was. Scenario. I was decent at that. I wasn't great, but no, Dylan was very much a. Football town. Yeah. Like, our high school football team was, like, the best fucking high school football team in the state. Our, ours Just apparently year was good, year, but nobody like would go. Decades <laughs> on end. The whole town celebrated it. And I was, like, I was not a popular kid for the few years I was in school. And then I was homeschooled. So yeah. I was just... Mm-hmm always a loser well there'd be like, like there it was in my head i i thought i was a loser and so you know it I mean, was just kind of yeah like i just had that mentality and it took me till i was about 25 ish years old to even start to beat that so here i am with a lot of expensive <laughs> shoes anyway yeah um therapy yeah is, great go to it it'll, yeah it'll help get you there uh speaking, <laughs> speaking of getting us there uh we're we're getting towards the end of the show but bjorn you did bust out this little air purifier and I, we, mm. we whiffed on this on the last off topic yeah. uh but we were gonna do a heat check and uh we were gonna talk about this blue by blue air do we want to do it and then get purifier. out of here right yeah, before let, me, like <laughs> um, let me pull up and i will try to get this on the soundboard in the future so i don't have to do this i don't know Maybe you can edit this out. Or do you just want to go in blind? I, I want to go in blind. I haven't listened to any of this shit. But uh, I want I want Nick to go first. Because okay. I feel like I went first. It's uh, retail's 138. 138. Good to know. All right, Terry. Um. All right. We're going to go in blind. When you hear the music, Nick, uh, take it away. You ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want your air to be clean? 
And do you want other people to notice that you want your air to be clean? This air purifier looks cool. It looks really cool. And it's really quiet. They won't hear it. It also doesn't work that good. But you know what? Who gives a shit? It looks cool. Blue Air by Blue Air. Nailed it. $38.99. Oh, the song isn't even over. Yeah, technically it's 34 seconds. Oh, okay. So uh, you, do you, you want the same song or do you want a different song, Bjorn? Um, uh, dealer's Choice. All right. You ready? Yep. Do you have dirty air? Do you need it cleaned up? Then you should try Blue Air, or Blue by Blue Air. It's a small air filter. You can change it easily. It's totally silent. I'm not even totally sure if it works or not, but I feel like it does because I spent $138 on this thing. <laughs> uh, you have to replace the filter every six months, or you can just reset it and leave the filter the same. That's my whole pro promo. I will say, I've, I listened to the Off Topics the other day. I don't think you guys are moving a lot of units on these heat checks. <laughs> you know what? They don't actually sponsor the podcast. That's so. true. That's true. All right. All right. Let's get it. Oh, man. All right. This, is, this might be a weird one for me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play jazz uh, with the song here. And it might not be particularly appropriate for the season, but here we go. Wait, this is Blue by Blue Air. Blue okay. by Blue Air. Coming home for the holidays this year? <laughs> And you still want to get high like giraffe pussy in your old room? <laughs> Pick up Blue by Blue Air. You can present it to your parents as a holiday gift and chief like Cheech and Chong <laughs> after dinner each night. Uh, also, it can be helpful with pollen, moisture, and bacteries on the back. This is a great way to stay safe and stay safe. Yeah. You went over time, dude. I did. <laughs> I love it. That was great. I knew it. I was going to lean into the whole smoking weed thing and then uh, got away from me. Uh, yeah. The holiday thing really fucked me up. That was weird. All right. Well, um, who do you think is going to be most likely to buy a blue by blue air after this? Wait, which one of us? Uh, No, because you already got one. I'm already definitely not buying this after the not gonna, you said about it. I'm probably not going to um, buy it again. What do you think is the most appealing uh, pitch? That it sucks or that you can smoke weed and your parents won't find I out? Think yours, I think yours <laughs> you got it. You're the only one that didn't shit on it in some way you or another. you got to sell these things, I baby. know. I know. I know, but I wanted to be funny and, <laughs> and make fun of the product. And be honest. I wanted to... I care about our listeners. And if you uh, want to advertise on Size 10, yeah. hit us up <laughs> at Size 10 Podcast. I know that I'll care about my listeners. We yeah. better not we come to us with some bullshit. We were talking about uh, this earlier in the group chat. What was it that I was going to s- Oh, no. Uh, Karyuma? Y- y'all know that shoe company? No. It's like a skate shoe company. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Uh, I was joking about how like one of my biggest fears is that they would want to sponsor this show because I fucking hate oh, the company. Oh, yeah. I know. That would be tough Like if, if we got like a, a sponsor and we just got to like... That would be that, that moment. That's mm-hmm. like the ultimate podcasters. It's like... Do uh, we really? I don't think it's that or hard do we if we line? have conviction. Um, we can yeah. just be like, no. And if you want to give us that money, somebody else probably does, and we won't have to like yeah. grin and bear it. That's yeah. True. But, I think uh, that's what we would have to do is kind of shop the offer around or whatever. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'd <laughs> yeah. be like, Karyuma wants to give us this much money, so mm-hmm. you can you could scoop them. I um, mean, but I think the biggest selling point of this is the Blue Air is always running in the studio all the time. And is that true? You it's don't hear silent. it. Yeah, it's it silent. is silent, and it does look cool. All right, we don't really have to sell it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I hit the two points in right. my ad. 
I think we're I think we're uh, we're going a little over on the time we were trying to do. Uh, does someone take us out? Nick, do you want to do it? Oh, this time? sure. Why not? If you guys like this episode, hit that like button. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Spotify. Wait, wait, we got on, video on, 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 on Spotify on. too. All right, go. Oh, <laughs> Mannheim Steamroller Christmas. Is that what this is? Uh, okay. Subscribe, like, all that. Uh, we're on social media. We're on TikTok, we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram at Size10Podcast. Follow us everywhere that you like to be on social media. Um, we have new episodes every Wednesday, new, uh, whatever this was, every Friday. <laughs> Off topic. Off topic. I'm trying to fill this time. Okay, <laughs> if you want to go see comedy in the city of Portland, Oregon, the third Saturday of every month, Bjorn is at Curious Comedy Club with Maricha Hoprich and Jaron George doing vibe comedy it's wonderful time they got cool headliners it's a it's a cool show um and that's pretty much it awesome yeah tell a friend to tell a friend yeah, yeah. listen get, to get people to listen to the listen, show the show hit us up awesome. on social <laughs> we'll see you next week we're folks. professionals <laughs>